Brian Shane from Wrestling With Regret. You're watching Putting You Over. Good evening, beautiful people. Was, oh, look at that. My mic is working. Phenomenal. <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh, look at this. We're all ready, we are. ready to roll. Show- oh, yeah. We're always ready, man. Showtime. Well, first of all, thanks for uh, giving me your time tonight, both of you. Busy, oh, busy. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Um, it, it's gonna. Is it Lilith and Alexander, or am I going with shoot names tonight? Man, whichever you prefer. I prefer Lilith and Alexander. Let's per- go with that. Personally. Um, and we're going to get to your wrestling, uh, how you got here, because your journey, um, it, it's it's interesting. Because you guys traveled the world before even jumping into this uh, wrestling universe, I guess. Um, take, take me on that journey with you. Where does it start? loaded question yeah it is <laughs> yeah yeah um uh i mean we we've been doing hair collectively for about i would say 29 years mm-hmm. about yeah um so with us it all started nation like i mean really when it starts when it comes to with traveling with hair it, there's so many different ways that it can go you know obviously there's behind the scenes there's runway shows are all that fun stuff but we were lucky enough to do it with education. So we got to travel all over the States um, and educate during hair, whether it was a class, a seminar, a hair show. Um, we actually got sought out by a company from London nice. and we were flown to Salon International, which is the biggest uh, salon show that's, you know, international. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we're the first two Americans to main stage at their show. Wow. Ever. Ever, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, but we've also traveled and taught in um, Ireland. Um, I've taught in Montreal. And then I've also did a barber expo in Russia. That is insane so, to me. Yeah, yeah. We never thought that doing hair would, you know, get us to travel the world. And, we you know, we were lucky enough to be able to. Right. And, so, okay, so, uh, Alexander, you... You, uh, you're from Puerto Rico, I believe. You moved here, uh, probably what sixth grade is. I'm trying to think, of my daughter. She's just a tw- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I moved. Yeah, my mother and I moved from Puerto Rico to Florida when I was yeah. when I was eleven. So that's why there's not much of an accent yeah. going on. He tried really hard to get away from the crazy accent. Yeah, I mean, I I watched even um even in Puerto Rico, I watched a lot of American TV. I mean eighth grade i was watching disney channel and you know brink was like the best movie ever and my (laughs) friends and i were trying to do the whole inline skating thing for and you know in the small town and a small island so yeah yeah i heard i read uh and you were a competitive speed skater i was yeah in eighth grade i was a competitive speed skater and i actually won um third in my class and the interesting part about it is you know again I I grew up with my mother and uh when I lived in Puerto Rico with my mother myself and my two older brothers so she didn't really have the money to buy us the super expensive 
anything. Uh, so while all these other kids had these fancy five wheel skates, which are what you use for competitive skating, I was just rocking some rollerblades from like Walmart <laughs> yeah. or not even Walmart. I don't even know what store we had. Cause was I was, yeah, yeah it was a Walmart. much smaller version of Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, like a wish version of the yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah um and you Lilith you um before you hit wrestling and you're still you I watched some of your stuff today so the fact that you're into dancing theater and the arts that shows in your managerial it, just the overall aesthetics and performance and we're gonna get to that to you guys characters uh but. So, so what's, so uh, how does your journey go from, from that to cosmetology? I think I said that right. I did. Yes, Correct. you did. To then wrestling. So I, I started as a, a child actress, um, actor, however they want us to be perceived these days, yeah, uh, and went out to LA and actually had an agent out there and was going for a few big parts on the Disney channel and then ended up finding um, the hair and makeup area and talking with them. And that's kind of what led me to hair was that I found out like, oh, I can still be in the industry. Even if I don't make it full-fledged as an actress, I can still be in it. And in turn fell in love with color, which is what I'm known for in the hair world. And throughout all that time, I still maintained my acting career, uh, career, you know, it became more of a hobbyist type situation. And once we met and realized that wrestling was our next big venture, because we kind of accomplished everything we wanted to do in hair, um, I realized I could not only train to wrestle, but use the acting background as the manager side, because that's where I wanted to go in the wrestling career. I'm I'm not a main ring person. I like the camera. I like the mic. I like that area more than getting hurt. She likes the less violent, more creative <laughs> aspect yeah. of wrestling. I think I said not too long ago on here that um, we do need more um, managers, uh, old school, like back in the day, valets, um, just someone to carry the, carry the mic and, and, and carry the performance. And uh, you definitely do that. Before I jump into wrestling, you said color – and you got a color award in 2019. I've been shaving yes. my head since I'm 12. So I don't know. So you just mean like, you mean like, like literally like dyeing your hair. Like what does color mean? So in, in our world, when we're saying a color specialist, uh, you're an actual artist. Okay. I mean, what he does is art as well. Um, the fading techniques and everything. Um, but with the color world, it is quite literally, you're using someone's head as a canvas. Oh. So I was known for rainbow hair color and vivid hair color is what most people, and that was what I was nominated for, was a vivid hair color that I did. And actually, he did the cut on it as well. So it emphasized the color even more than just putting black on your hair and right. calling it a day. Yeah. So I was scrolling through your guys' Instagrams and I think now that I think about it, I think I did see color aspects like, like painting almost. Yes. So that's interesting. I saw a bunch of the fades in the hair and I was like, wow, that is an art that I have no idea about. I, <laughs> I shit you not. I can't, I like, I grow big beard sometimes and I want to like shave it down nice and make it look good. And I screw it up all the time. 
And then I just shave it all off with the clippers and just start off. That's what they're barber for. You just yeah. got to make friends with a barber. I know. I got to uh, gotta find someone to, to hook me up for sure. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, I'm thinking I was, I'm watching Impact at the same time and just saw Trey Miguel. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, doing... he's actually he's one of our best friends. I just wrestled him ah. um, on June 12. That match will actually be released on the Hybrid School of Wrestling YouTube on the first. I think I got those links up there. Um, yeah, I noticed that, and then I went into so I went into okay. Let's get into the wrestling. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. start with the Hybrid School. Well, I'm not very good at transitions, so <laughs> I looked. I looked up the Hybrid School. Um, I saw you. I went right to the YouTube. I looked up the cult of Crowley. I started getting nervous that I was joining a cult tonight and <laughs> I wasn't quite sure how I felt about that, <laughs> but I'm okay with it now. Um, right. I've come to grips with it. So for the people out there and the people that will see this, what, what is the cult of Crowley? Um, and that's such an interesting question because yeah. we haven't had a lot of people ask such question. I think you might be the second person um, that asked. And, and to us, it's just, it's just a, a collaboration of minds. Um, essentially, we kind of came up with the concept. And um, our, my tag partner, Casey Blackrose, before he became Cl- Casey Blackrose, he was kind of unsure of uh, who he wanted to be and what he wanted to do in the wrestling world. And... Uh, we just became super close over the last year and started throwing ideas around. And we were like, well, you know, why don't you, why don't we do a segment in one of our debut uh, promos where uh, you become a member and we started kind of throwing ideas around. And that's where, if you watched one of the very early uh, promo uh, promos that Kristen did, uh, you see her blow dust in his, in his eyes and he kind of becomes subservient to us and, that's why he wrestles with uh, white contact. Interesting. <clears throat> it was like she kind of blinded him in one eye and uh, took over his mind. So that's kind of how it, it kind of came about. And so when people ask us, like, who are the cult? Like, to us, the cult of Crowley is not only us and Casey, but it's all the fans. Like, anybody that supports us, any fans that come and cheer for us at shows, like, they're part of the family of Crowley, you know, the house of Crowley or the cult of Crowley. All of the, we've had so many people call it different names. Right. Um, obviously the cult of Crowley is the, 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 the actual, the actual name. name. <laughs> um, so that's really the, that's really the way that I personally describe it. It's, it's, it's a collection of us as the performers and then our fans and our supporters and, you know, just anybody that comes out Wants with a sign. To join. Yeah, exactly. How can I join? <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of already are. Excellent. That's it. We did this. There. Look at that. <laughs> See how easy that was. And you're now one of us. I am. <laughs> I am now. Yes, I'm Crowley. I'm, so I feel like I feel like uh, the Walking Dead and Negan. So I am Crowley. Yeah. I am. There you go. I'm Crowley. <laughs> um, your guys' entrance, as I said, uh, I was mesmerized earlier when I was watching it. Your entrance, your gear, your music—it all blends together into one beautiful picture. Um, Thank you. You guys are the creative forces behind that, correct? Uh, everything but the music. Okay. Well, so yes, part. but we our voices are in the music. 
None on this one. Not on this one? No, no. Darn it. <laughs> no. Actually, no, it is. Our voices are in this one. Um, do you want to? Oh, no. no, no. Okay. Uh, so uh, when it comes to our entrance, um, our especially our gear, we make all our own gear. Nice. Um, we were, we've been fortunate enough to make some really good friends, and we've, uh, we've made gear for Cross. We've made gear for O'Shea from Ring of Honor. Okay. Um, Alex who is now known as, um, he, he's, he was Alex. Oh, oh why am no. I blanking on his name? Oh shit. We're going to get in trouble. Yeah. We're That's, we'll edit, um, we'll edit that part right out. No one will know. Yeah. yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me, I got to uh, pull it up. Cause if not, go ahead. But mm-hmm. our, the, our entrance, of course, you know, is on my end, it's selling the darkness coming. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's creating this energy of the room which along with our music, which was done by um, Orlando, who's a good friend of ours. He created the actual song and wrote it. And then it was vocalized by um, Steve, who is the vocalist for Within the Ruins, which is a pretty gnarly metal band. And once he did the vocals, it's now gotten even darker. (laughs) I found him. Alex Zane. Alex Zane. (laughs) Um, yes. yes, Alex Zane. Uh, what's his name? His, his other name, Ari, Ari, Ari Sterling. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's such a, it's a very distinct name. So it's a little harder to remember off the top, but yes, as, as she said, we had one of our really good friends, um, Orlando did the original song and, um, we just felt like we wanted to tweak it in something kind of just, a little it bit. needed something a little bit heavier and a little bit more. Um, so we just re-recorded the vocals with our friend Steve from Within the Ruins and his producer, uh, Fern, who is both an incredible artist. Um, so we just debuted, we just debuted that on Saturday yes. at our last show. Um, and it just, I mean, it just, it has a vocal drop right when I come on, and it's just gnarly as hell. It's a, it's an entrance song that you want to have on your iTunes. Yes. it's one of those. Yeah, something to it's rock out to. Um, <laughs> it's on Spotify. Is it on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Should be. Um, how important is it? How vital is it for your wrestling characters and uh, to have that type of freedom to be creative in all aspects? Oh, it's incredibly important. I I think, I think a lot of people have an idea of where they want to go. They may not be able to put it all out at once, but I do think a lot more wrestlers are trying to bring back the theatrics, bring back the storylines, which is what we are keen on is making sure that we bring a storyline to any promotion we work with. I agree. I think that's, um, you know, indie wrestling right now is so massive. Like AEW has put indie wrestling on the map and so has Impact. I mean, all these great brands. So I think building storylines is so important. And there's still so many brands out there that's just kind of like, well, you're going to wrestle this person and this person just because. (laughs) No Um, no backstory. And (laughs) when when we did our debut at Hybrid, that was not what I wanted uh, or that's not what we wanted. We wanted it to, we wanted to build a story. So we started with our, with 
Lilith doing the, the, the two promos and one where I attacked somebody and that led to a, uh, that led to a storyline between him and I. And then when we brought in Casey, it was another story, another storyline <laughs> that built the tag team turmoil between us and Drew who and Chip, uh, Garrison. Yeah. So one I just watched too. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been, so that's been really cool is having that freedom to build our, you know, to build our storylines because with me, and I'm sure with, with Lilith as well, when, when, when I put on my blackout contacts and I put my gear on and I go right through those, like that's, that's me. Like I, I'm no longer shoot me. Like I am, I am Alexander Crawley and that's, that's, that's what you're going to get. And I don't even, you know, I, the minute I cross back through that's when I kind of, um, so to us being able to control, you know, our narrative yeah, I guess you could right. yeah. um, is very important. Uh, we have put so much time and so much effort into building these characters, um, building these personas, not just visually, but just every aspect of it, you know, um, legal there's so many legal things behind it as well that we've been working towards so it's a lot of time a lot of investment into these so i think having the freedom yeah is it to us is the most important part of 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 doing this right so if you went anywhere else that would have to be that'd be a good you know uh, pitch i guess absolutely yes um Hybrid School of Wrestling. That's in where? Texas? Yes, it's in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. And you guys have shows when? How often? We have, yeah. Every month we have uh, what, they, what we call the hybrid experience. Oh. And, um, and it started off as before we were able to kind of open up mm-hmm. again. It started off as uh, student versus student. Right. Or, you know, a storyline of students versus students or whatever it could be. And now that we're able to have a higher capacity of fans, um, now we're bringing in people like Trey Miguel. Uh, we're, we've, you know, we've um, had Khan, the Alpha Team, yeah. um, Sledge, Sledge. Oh, great guy! Um, yeah, a ton of great, a ton of really amazing guys. I think the next show, um, we might have James Storm and uh, Van de Griff from Vegas. So, I mean it's one of those things like the, the, these shows started off as student shows and it, right. we've gotten such a crazy following with it that it's become just like any other brand. Excellent. Um, when I was never really into independent wrestling, I just, for one reason or another, I just, it never caught on with me when I was growing mm-hmm. up. I don't know what, unless you count ring of honor. And then right. this pandemic hit and I had to leave my job, so I had to be home all the time, homeschooling two-thirds of my children. And I just we picked up on this show. We just started getting some more independent things. And you're right. It's massive. And then you got AEW Dark. You got people, you know, they're giving shots to them. And then Impact and, and, and GCW and Ring of Honor. And it's just it's just massive and expansive. And especially in, there in Texas, because you got oh, yeah. hybrid, you got uh, New Texas um, yep. Pro, I believe. IP. Yep. Um, there's there's others that are slipping my mind oh, right now. GSW. There's, ton. I mean, there's, in, there's, ugh, there's 
there's a probably I would say about 20 different brands that's in Texas, in Texas. <laughs> and that's and it could be more you know there's obviously like reality of wrestling yep. new Texas Pro, um VIP DFW like all of those big brands that are really well known you know but besides those there's smaller there's so many smaller brands um as well that are are either fairly new or have been building up slowly you know kind of building storylines through the pandemic and once everything kind of opened back up they started throwing all this fire yeah yes so hot wonder what it is about texas i'm sure it's everywhere i'm sure there are hotbeds it would be my assumption i guess i would agree with you on that i i think texas is just Texas gets obsessed and, you know, you think about sports period yeah, you know, when that's it, true. it's football time, everyone's obsessed with football yeah. and then baseball, same thing. And I think with wrestling, it's, and I'm not going to say it's an outsider sport, but it's for everybody else who doesn't care about football or yeah. basketball or baseball. It's a sport for them. And so they're like, hell yeah. And in Texas, that's like 90% of the people. Yeah. And also there's no season. So oh, it just yeah. keeps it's on all going year. and going yeah. and going never ends like soccer yeah yes um well we're working backwards here so i'm gonna, i'm going all the way back so i'm gonna ask each of you um was wrestling on in the house when you were growing up what was it about the aspect of wrestling that drew you in especially at a young age i think the fact i think to me it was <laughs> the fact that you know i did grow up with two older brothers mm-hmm. who were into sports and music and all these different things. And I never, I never, you know, in Puerto Rico, baseball's like, yeah, baseball yeah. is the football yeah. in Puerto Rico. The, the baseball is the big sport that everybody watches. And I never really got super into it. So I just kind of came across it randomly when I was about five or six. Um, and uh, rest back then, at least the wrestlers, they were very much like the Mexican wrestlers where they were masks and they're just, these mysterious big ass dudes that would just beat the crap out of each other in front of, you know, 20, 30 people. So that was, you know, first and foremost, that's really what caught, you know, what caught my attention. And then as I, as I got older, um, you know, with me, it was guys like Vampiro, obviously, you know, the undertaker. Uh, I saw Juvie is coming back to to wrestle, you know, he's, he's kind of getting ahead of steam again. Um, and he was one of my favorites because he'd just come out and headbang <laughs> yeah. and then get in there and just he go was all crazy. crazy. He was definitely yeah, crazy. so, you know, and obviously, like, the Hardy Boys were such a big influence growing up as well. So I think to me it was being able to say that I watched a sport, but, like, it not be baseball or, or, or football or any other sport that may be. I thought it was it was that, like you said, it was that sport that's for yeah. other people. Yeah. I think that's kind of what really drew me in what drew me in was i moved to texas in 98 and you you came in and you're the new kid and i actually had two guys on the school bus talking about raw and i had no idea what they were talking about and they were talking about uh triple h did something in a match and china was there and i was like what are you guys talking about and (laughs) they looked at, at me like i was stupid that i didn't know what raw was so my goal was that next day, like the next week to watch this raw. And I fell in love with stone cold. 
yeah. fell in love with Stone Cold and just the theatrics. I think it was at that time. Oh gosh, who was it? It was it was a storyline with Stephanie and the Undertaker. Oh, and it was one of the many. Yeah, uh, where he kidnaps her, and I was I was so enthralled with this. Or he married her. It was one of those storylines that got me, <laughs> and it was a soap opera that they beat people up. (laughs) It was amazing. So I was hooked, like the acting side for me, I was hooked immediately. And it was a way for me and my dad to kind of watch a sport together when he thought I was just nuts because he had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Uh, I have three daughters and that's what what I try to get them to do. Watch wrestling with dad. It works works occasionally. When I relate their gymnastics to the wrestling, especially with the women, all the wrestlers, but they like to watch the women uh, and they're in gymnastics. When I can bridge those two together, that's when they get, they get excited to watch it. So have them watch a bunch of ricochet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He does. That would be perfect. (laughs) I prefer Prince Puma personally, myself. Uh, yeah. I can pull up some Lucha Underground, maybe. They, there you they go. go. Very, love Lucha Underground. Yeah, me too. Very theatrical. Very. Yes. Uh, those storylines. They were nuts. <laughs> those are not kid-friendly, some of those storylines. No. No. no, they are not. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, and I do remember that Austin Taker, uh, McMahon angle. That's when Stephanie was, was fairly younger at the time. Mm-hmm. They did kidnap her. Taker was going to marry her. It ended up being... A higher power and Vince. Oh boy, that was some. It was good. That was, was some so intense good. stuff for sure. <laughs> oh man. Um. So you guys are at Hybrid. Who are the trainers there? Uh, our so our main trainer is uh, Chris Marvel. Okay. And he owns the school. And then we've got Shofunaki. Oh, he's one of our trainers classic. as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then we've got Mark Aguilar, and he's more of our fitness trainer. So he's the one that we do cardio with. He's the one that helps the newer guys uh, with nutrition and lifting. But yeah, our the main guy we train with is is Chris Marvel. Uh, Funaki's got his own ring where he uh, teaches a lot of like footwork, really just to get everything get everything down smooth and smooth and then you get transitioned into uh the main ring which is where i essentially like me and a few other graduates coach the guys that get put into our ring um and then we also have we've got brandon and he's the one that brings he gets the new new guy so our school's a little bit different in the sense that when you get in you do any depending on how quickly you move up uh, you start it with cardio. So it's usually about three to six weeks mm-hmm. worth of just cardio. That's all you're doing. Um, and then from there, you move on to the beginner ring where you learn all your roles, all the basics, basics that you need to know and be comfortable with before you move on to Funaki. So it's like, it's kind of like college, right. you know, it's you've got your four terms yeah. and then you graduate and then um, you st- you're still there training. And that's when you're able to book. Uh, once they give you like once they give you the okay they're like okay you're ready start booking outside interesting so that's so you get green lit and then book outside mm-hmm. and that's uh youtube.com hybrid school of wrestling with the hybrid experience so first of all it's a phenomenal name for a show right yes. yeah yeah i like it a lot um i don't like asking the 
question of where do you guys want to go sign with that type of gimmick every you probably probably have heard that but like what are the goals like for the cult of crowley honestly with us we're we're just open you know uh again it always goes back to that first you know to that that first main of how important it is for us to be able to keep what we've built so um we'll go wherever we can as long as we're able to still control our name, our look, where nobody tries to tell us what to do with it. Um, so again, you know, it's, we're open yeah. to us specifically, like we would love to be at impact because again, Trey is one of our closest friends and we would not be mad with seeing him every month or as often as we can. Right now we see him about <laughs> once a year. About once a year. <laughs> Uh, they surprised me last year during during lockdown. Um, Kristen <laughs> flew him down. Uh, Kristen flew him down for my birth. What? Lilith. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she flew him down for You're my in birthday. trouble now. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, she flew him down for my birthday, and that was really cool. Um, and at the time, I was still not wrestling. I was still training. Okay. So this year around, we planned on going up. So we could train with him and hang out in Toledo and just, you know, like we've never been. So we're like, ah, oh, it'd be cool to go check it out. And uh, for like months, I was like, hey, like we need to plan this because I want to go down. I want to go up like during my birthday month because shit's getting expensive. Hmm. And uh, I just didn't hear and didn't hear back. And then finally, like the show before the show with Trey, uh, they were like, oh, like look who we're bringing down. And that's when they showed me the flyer for trade day. Nice. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. And they're like, yeah, you need to get ready. Cause you're going to wrestle him. And I was like, Oh, oh shit. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Uh, so that was honestly by far has been my favorite match because the communication was so good. And he, he is just on a whole other playing field. Like he, He's so creative. Um, when you get a chance to watch the match, like he gave me some really cool transition moves. Um, and I think, I think the, the coolest part with it was um, he went over, which he was supposed to, but he didn't want to bring my, my character down. So okay. he, he had us go over or he had, he went over with a, with a disqualification. So that was really cool. Um, and that was all on him. Yeah. Like it, it was, it meant so much to us because, you know, he still was strong and yeah. we stayed strong and I was just really cool. But to go back to your question, yeah. impact is probably where we'd want to end up. Maybe AEW. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I could Maybe see the up. cult of Crawley on like a episode, like start off, like you said, almost like, like a school at college, start off on a dart. Like, or an elevation, go cause some yeah. chaos there. Maybe yeah. you can get that monster Abaddon, blow some dust in her face, get a whole <laughs> faction. That would be fantastic. Could you yeah. imagine that? The, you know, it, it is one of those things, though. Again, you know, it's it's. Yeah. As long as they let us keep what we have going on, we'll go wherever people want us to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think I mean that's what you guys want. And I think it it, it it you can see it. You can see how it works and how much you guys are into it when you watch it on, on this, on, you know, on YouTube, when I was watching it today, you can, you can tell, um, Thank you. it's great stuff. 
it's all it's phenomenal stuff. I, I feel comfortable now being a part of this cult, this family, this house. Um, You're in good hands. We're in good. I do. I feel. I, I feel good. I didn't have to drink any Kool Aid last time. We had a, a Dark Order. Uh, what's his name? Silver on here. Uh, he made oh, me drink. Yeah. He made me drink Kool Aid. Uh, be part of the dark order so I, i'm not quite no. sure what i'm getting involved in hopefully there's no conflict of interest yeah. in different groups That's i think funny. you can be in as many as you want i think long. i can yeah. yeah yeah um we're nearing the end of the show and what i always do at the end is i'm going to give you guys the mic and you can put over anything you want you can say anything you want we posted some of your guys links in the channel but feel free to uh you know let us know because i will push this out audio wise too so they won't I have this chat, but it doesn't matter. The floor is yours. I will not interrupt. Um, oh, that's it's tough. Right? Horrible at being put on the yeah, spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, we'd like to thank like our coaches, like Chris Marvel, Funaki, Hybrid School of Wrestling, for just letting us run with the idea of the cult. Um, it was it was so much hard work put into it from us. And having somebody like Marvel let us run with it really meant a lot to us. Um, and obviously, you know, our friends and family and all the fans. Yeah, we all love, the fans. We love yeah. everyone who comes out, even even when we're not supposed to talk to you, we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There... yeah. Uh, we have a few shows coming up. We have our first out of in Oklahoma yeah. show coming up on August 27th. Yeah. And that's actually where she's originally from. I'm from Oklahoma. So this is going to be like my home state There you go. coming in. Yeah. So we're really excited for that. Um, there's some other stuff possibly coming up, but I just can't really, we can't discuss it just yet. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, also, we really love Crowley's going to kill you chance. Yeah. So, if you want to throw those anywhere. Yeah, at shows. Yeah. That's always good. <laughs> Or in public. Yeah, or just <laughs> randomly while walking into a store. Just because. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then um, obviously our socials are Instagram. Mine is a.crowley with two Ys and an underscore at the end. Yours. Uh, Instagram is I am the Lilith. And then my Twitter is the same as my Instagram, but without the period. So it's a.crowley, two Ys, underscore. Oh, I, I got you, Lilith. Your Instagram is the only Lilith. Thank you. I said Twitter. Yeah, her Twitter <laughs> is the other one. Her oh yes, your Twitter is I, I am, am the Lilith. Lilith. Yeah, she and gets them confused. I do. I'm um, terrible at social media. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's we're good on Instagram. Twitter is what we're trying to get into because we know that Twitter is the wrestling community. And it, I don't got that much to say. So. It does. It does. Uh, Twitter definitely. There, you know, you got your internet wrestling community, and people get stuff out there on Twitter. But I'll tell you, I did go to your guys' Instagram, and you can see the hard work, like you talked about. It's it, it's an art. What you guys do with with the gear, with with the looks, it, just you can see it. It, it. It's an art. Not only your your wrestling, but uh, you know your your hair, your color, your 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 barber. Your I don't know the correct terms. You're fading. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing the best I can. Um, but it's been a pleasure to have you guys on and, uh, doors always open. You can come back anytime you want. Um, yeah. Have a great night. Thanks for giving us your time. All right, man. Thank you you so much. Have a good night. Peace. You too. Bye. Right. Great stuff.